Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that this Word can bless you throughout your life, even into eternity. There's a word for us today coming out of the book of Jude. The last book before the book of Revelation in the New Testament. This book tells us so much. It's only one chapter and the chapter is not long. But this Jude, who was the half-brother of Jesus, tells us so much of what we need to do to help us live this brand new year and walk in the presence of God and fulfill his commandments and do his will. In the book of Jude, um, it starts off by reminding us that Jude was one of the brothers of Jesus. Um, he doesn't say that he was a brother of Jesus, but he says the brother of James, meaning the brother of Jesus. In Mark 6, chapter the third verse, Jesus' four brothers are mentioned, and his Sisters, their names are not written, but Jesus had many sisters. And they all grew up together in the house with Joseph and Mary. Jesus being the oldest son that was born of the Spirit. Jude wants us to know that even though he grew up with Jesus, he didn't recognize who he was at first. But when he saw him as a resurrected body, he truly believed. And Jude gives us a lesson of how to react and respond to trouble in our life. Uh, this year is going to bring us some trouble on our jobs, trouble in our homes, our, our bodies. Sickness is going to pop up. But we ought to remain steadfast and trust in God and keep the faith. Jude is, Jude is letting us know, live the life that you call yourself to be. If you call yourself a Christian, then be a Christian at midnight. Be a Christian when no one's looking. Follow the words of God when the world is doing their own thing. Stand for Jesus and stand for your faith. And in Verse number three of Jude, he says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needed for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith, which is once delivered unto the saints. So Jude is saying, the half-brother of Jesus, uh, the, sometimes you got to fight for your faith. Contend. Uh, to be a contender, you want to a shout out the, the the belt or the heavyweight championship. You got to contend. Contend means to keep every day fighting, stretching, working to contend for what you believed in. And what you believe in is Jesus Christ. Because the devil is going to try to rip your fate away. Oh, we have some evil people in this world. We have some evil situations all around. We have trouble in our land, and everything is trying to rip us away from the solid rock of Jesus Christ to follow them and to be persuaded by them to do their will. But let all man be a liar, 
You don't have to follow the evil ones on your job. You don't have to follow the evil ones, evil ones in your family. They have their destination, but you have yours too. So you got to contend with the faith. Then verse number four says, be weary and watch out for false teachers. So many people have come up with their own plan. Everybody wants to write something where they can have your attention. Everybody wants to give you advice. Everybody wants to put something out and um, that you can follow on the internet, a newsletter, or social media. But get back to the word of God and let that be your strong tower, your foundation on which you are built on because that will not fade away, neither will it be tarnished. And whatever goes out from God will not return to him void. Oh, verse number five says, that I will therefore put you in remembrance of some things that happened along the way. So Judas said, remember what happened to the people in the Old Testament that had what they wanted, but then lost what they had. Oh, you have something good in your life right now. But if you, this year, abandon that and run behind something that's just a flash of light in your mind and something that's tickling your ear, you'll lose what you had and gain what you want, but it'll be nothing. So many people get themselves in trouble running behind something that doesn't have a foundation. When you have something good in your life already, and Jude gives us three examples for this year to remember. And in verse number five, he says, remember what the children of Israel did. They got their freedom in Egypt, but soon they got to the wilderness, they start serving pagan gods. They got their freedom, what they wanted. But then when they got to the wilderness, just a few days later, they forgot all about the God that delivered them out of Egypt. And they began to make a golden calf and serve that golden calf. They could not do nothing for them. This year, remember where your blessing and your strength lies. And it lies in Jesus Christ. Don't give your glory over to your money. Glory over to what you have. Glory of, uh, of what happens in your life to someone that you know. Or this situation or this party. Political party. Jesus is the one that's keeping you day by day. And without him in your life, you'll fall and never return. They had what they wanted, but lost what they had because they began to serve other gods. Then in verse number six, Jude talks about the angels that were one time in heaven. Had everything they could desire in the presence of God. But they saw the young women in this world and wanted to be in relationship with them and be in control of their own kingdom. And they followed the wrong person, Lucifer, and he led them into a path of unrighteousness. Be careful who you listen to this year. Consult God before you do anything in your life. You got what you want. But then you lost what you had. The angels had everything to be in the presence of God and to have dominion and places to go all over. But they wanted something that was not part of them. And they gave up their glory. 
to go to a place where they are bound forever. In verse number 7, Jude tells us about Sodom and Gomorrah. We know that city who uh, was a well-off city, had everything they wanted, but they wanted to have a relationship with angels. And they were living all kind of ways in sexual sin. God was blessing them, but they lost what they had because they wanted something else that wasn't good for them in their life. And we have to remember, we can't let things go because everything is not good for us in our life. We have dominion over this world. Quit pursuing things that are not of value in your life and what God has not given you in your life. But follow after the things that God wants for you. Whatever God has for you is for you. Then Jude tells us, that some people that we're going to encounter in verse 8, they're going to speak bad about angels. They're going to be filthy dreamers, the follower of the flesh, and despise dominion. So they're going to despise this world. God has given us dominion over this world. And they're going to always have a problem with something in this world. Flee from that and be happy. Walk in the power that God has given you. Have joy in the on your inside. The Bible say David had to encourage himself. And I've never seen a righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. If you just trust God this year and follow his commandments and seek him first, he will lead you in the right direction and give you the desires of your heart. That business, that new opportunity, that family you want to start, that new house, Seek God's wisdom and then go forth with what God tells you. But be obedient and hold your end of the bargain up and watch what God will do. This year, we all should spend time with God and growing in faith. Let this be the year that you grow closer to God and you look back at the end of the year and say, Wow, look how far I've come. I hear my Savior voice and He knows my voice. Spend time daily with one scripture. A few moments in meditation before you go to sleep. Fall asleep talking to God. And watch how much better your peace and your rest will be. And you won't be tired the next day because God will keep you in perfect peace. Then you have to control your tongue. In verse number 9. The Bible tells us in June 9, 9th verse, it says, And Michael the archangel, when continuing, contending with the devil, dispute about body of Moses, did not bring accusation and railing accusation against Satan, but he said, The Lord rebuked thee. Oh, this is a famous part of the scripture. The devil wanted to get back in Moses' body to tell the people of Israel to go back to Egypt. But Michael showed up, the warring angel of God himself, the mighty angel, archangel of God. And he did not fuss at the devil. He did not argue with the devil. He did not fight with the devil. But he kept the word and kept peace. And you know what he did? He says, devil, in the name of the Lord, I rebuke thee. Quit fighting with the devil. Quit 
looking for agitation and confrontation with the devil. Step aside and let them have their way. But you bind that spirit by saying, Devil, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. Sickness, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. Heartache, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. Depression, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. And let God fight your battle. Oh, Michael could have said, Satan, I hate you. Satan, get behind me. Satan, run. Satan, let's fight. He could have said anything. But he did not want to bring a railing accusation against Satan. Now, he's an archangel. So he sought peace with the devil himself. Before you get me acting a fool out here, devil, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Don't let the devil shake you up and cause you to hate your neighbor, hate another man that God has created. But bind that spirit and say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke thee. And keep your peace and keep your salvation covered in the hands of God. There may be somebody today who's going into a new year with some uncertainty in your life. And the devil is trying to provoke you to... Uh, cause a confrontation to get you off your mission for God and to make you look like you're not a Christian in front of your co-workers or your house or your church. Or, but stand fast and say, Satan, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. Satan, I rebuke thee in the name of Jesus. I'm going to say a prayer today. If you believe by faith, we offer Christ to you right now. All God says you have to repent of your sins meaning to change from your way and want to desire to leave the old man behind and start off with Jesus. So if you believe, repeat this prayer to me. Gracious God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I repent of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, and create in me a clean heart. I believe you gave the Lord's Supper. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross of Calvary for my sin. But early that Sunday morning, after being in the grave for three days, you got to with all power in your hand. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you, Ed Neely. Be blessed. Keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.